What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I am doing stupendous. How are you doing, Tim? Amazing, as usual. We have our 10 favorite positive news stories of the past week-ish. What do you got, Tim? (laughs) Man, my first one uh, comes from the South China Morning Post. Um, There's actually this cool YouTube video that I ran across, and um, thanks to the South China Morning Post, I was able to check this out. But this man is being called Spider-Man. Basically, this uh, toddler fell out of a window, out of a second-story window, to like a a roof right below it. kid was just stuck up there there was no way to get out um so this man that was walking by saw it decided to climb up the side of the building to get on this other roof um grabbed the kid they grabbed a, they had a rope from the uh apartment that the kid fell out of they tied him to that to pull him back in and uh the man stayed there the whole time and made sure the kid got up there uh as safe as possible um and then he just took off you know jumped down and took off so everybody's calling him spider-man because of this one video and i thought it was pretty cool i'm like man how many uh, superheroes do we have out here that are just living you know day like normal human beings how old was he that toddler that fell out no no no. the guy that saved him the guy that climbed up the building yo i have no idea man this dude just walked away he looked like he probably was in his 30s that's impressive. <laughs> also, no facts. Hero. 100% facts. So, Tim started out his positive news stories talking about Spider Man. So, I'm going to talk about an actual man who studied spiders, an entomologist named John Newby or Bob Newby, depending on, you know, what his friends would call him. He just retired. This is from ABC.net in Australia. And he, entomologists study spiders. They study insects, right? So whenever he retired, he's like, I got to find something to do. So what he decided to do was restore his backyard, restore his neighborhood. He saw a lot of biodiversity that went away. But since he had all this study of insects, he was like, I should remove some of these trees and then replant new trees that will will bring in new insects when the insects come so the animals, the plant life will get better and everything will start happening. So for a year, he started tearing up the area around his house, kept going, kept building, kept building, started planting trees, Brought in new insects, new butterflies, 30 new species. And then after the new species of insects came, then came new birds. Then after that came new wildlife, new trees. It was so impactful that conservatives were like, Mr. Newby, what you're doing is amazing. We need to learn from you to help replicate your work. So one of these people was Kay Pearson. And she brought her students up there and she's like, I'm with CQ University. Our students are just as passionate about saving the planet as you are. And we want to learn from you. So she takes her college students up there and they study and see what Mr. Newby did to help revitalize that area. I think it's a really awesome, positive news story. Someone taking their skill and helping out the planet and now teaching others to have that knowledge passed down for generations to come. 
That's amazing, JP. That's low-key an inspirational story. It was my backup inspirational story if you didn't have my first one. Not going to (laughs) lie. Well, good job. Good job. What do you got, Tim? Man, I actually have a uh, science is cool with the positive truth story. It's not too sciencey like you normally do, JP. I thought this one was like another superhero story. Um, But instead of saving somebody else, this man kind of saved himself. Um, So he was driving through Oregon and there was this big snowstorm. Um, and this man basically got stuck in the snow. Uh, when, when he got stuck, you know, he's on this road where like, it was kind of a back road. Nobody ever goes down. So snow came coming down and your car gets stuck. Nobody's going by for a few days. So he was basically desperate to get out of there. Um, he had a cell phone. He also had a drone in his car. And what he decided to do was, you know what, I'm going to tie my phone to this drone and fly it up as high as I can so I can get some type of cell service. And that's exactly what ended up happening. Um, He sent out a text to his friend. He sent out texts and phone calls to emergency services uh, so they can help find his location. And whenever he did that, not only was emergency services able to find him, they were actually able to find somebody else that's been missing for days as well, too, all because he thought of this idea. I thought this story was really cool because we've spoke about drones on here for a few years now um, from bringing medicine to um, saving people's lives, kind of like this. This is the first time, though, we've spoke about a drone where somebody used it to help save himself and accidentally saving somebody else. And I was like, oh, yes, this is definitely positive, truth worthy and had to talk about it here. Um, I actually got this story from CBSNews.com. So, Tim, do you like superhero movies? Of course. So I do, too. Something that Tim doesn't know, and probably, I don't think I've told anyone this, as much as everyone likes the superhero fight scenes, I've always appreciated superheroes saving people more. And But more than like saving people or the fight scenes, I've always loved whenever they get out of a situation by using their brains and whatever tools they have around them. So like the first Iron Man movie, they just took spare parts and they built the suit. Loved it. I love any like thinking on the fly to save yourself or save others. And that's exactly what he did there. So I think that's probably my favorite superhero story yet, Tim. Hey, take that world. So more science is cool because I'm just following up whatever Tim does today. (laughs) Last year, we talked about the new polio vaccine, which is going to save children in Africa. And since that has happened, 33 million kids have been vaccinated against polio in Southern Africa. I don't really need to say anything else. This is on APnews.com. That is absolutely wonderful. And those mosquitoes are not going to be killing any children anytime soon. Man, we love the updates on the positive truth. Man, my next one, I'm sticking to the hero story today, man. So I have this really cool story about K.J. Osborne. Um, K.J. Osborne actually plays football for the Minnesota Vikings, and that's where I got this story from, from Vikings.com. So basically, he took an Uber. Um, He was actually in Austin, Texas, right? He's not from Austin, Texas, does not live there, has no reason to be there other than he was working out with this personal trainer, right? Um, He works out with this personal trainer. It's the off season, so any workout you can get, you fly wherever you need to fly to to get the right work done, especially when you get paid millions of dollars to do what you do, you know? So he's out in Austin doing this workout. He misses his first Uber, so he has to take another Uber. Um, He goes out, gets into this Uber with this couple. Um, This couple and the, the Uber driver basically see somebody in a wreck, and they all get out. 
and help this man. Um, KJ picked the man up and walked him over. The other two were helping, you know, organize, hey, this is where we need to go. Get him over here. They called 911. Emergency services got there. Man's okay now. Um, but being an NFL player, making so much money, deciding to stop doing what you're doing, he took a picture and put it on Twitter after he was the man was saved and everything, but the car was on fire. If they haven't weren't there, nobody would have stopped and pulled this man out. He probably would have lost his life. And I just thought his story was really awesome because KJ's an NFL player making millions of dollars, did not have to stop, um, isn't going to get anything for this. And everybody's talking about him saving this man. But all he's talking about is the two people that were with him to save him is mentioning that they're heroes too and i just thought this was super awesome all around you know just spreading the positivity everywhere you can and also being thankful for where you're at and you can help at any given time is basically was his message and i thought that was really awesome there's a lot of people willing to help at a moment's notice they just need someone to take the lead and start helping first do sabes before we get into our last five favorite positive news stories of the week we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well, guaranteeing to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm not going to lie. I'm grateful for a home-cooked meal. It's been a while since Edna's family has like really like cooked anything for us because you know we've been busy with life and haven't really been to any like family parties or anything. And uh, we thought we were going to go to one the other day. We couldn't get to one because, you know, the daughter got sick. But we ended up getting some uh, food brought to us. And when I tell you a home-cooked meal is, like, the best cure in the world, man, it, it was amazing. It was everything and more. So I'm thankful for a home-cooked meal. What about you, sir? What are you grateful for this week? Um, I'm grateful for mistakes because I just made one on my last positive news story. Me and Tim are trying to do this thing where we don't read the stories. We're trying to take notes. And so I just said that uh, I, I made a polio. I said, what did I just say in this last positive news story? This is captivating podcasting, Tim. I said, mosquitoes aren't taking out any more children. That's, that's with malaria. There's also malaria vaccine coming. In the story, it's both of them combined are saving children. <sighs> My bad, team. My bad, listeners. We are trying. <laughs> It's okay, man. Positive news stories are coming at you left and right. So, yeah, it was 33 million kids vaccinated for polio, also with the malaria vaccine. So polio or malaria, those mosquitoes can't take them out. Corrected. So back to the positive news stories. Tim just talked about an athlete. So, you know, I got to talk about an athlete right now. The best basketball player of all time at his peak. You can argue about career, but at his peak, in my opinion, is Michael Jordan. He just turned 60 last month. And to celebrate his 60th birthday, he donated $10 million to Make-A-Wish. It's the largest donation ever from an individual in the organization's history, 43 years. Michael Jordan first did that. First ever time working with Make-A-Wish was in 1989, 34 years ago. He says, for the past 34 years, it's been an honor to partner with Make-A-Wish and help bring a smile and happiness to so many kids. Witnessing their strength and resilience during such a tough time in their lives has been an inspiration for me. I thought it was an awesome thing, and I wanted to talk about it here on the Positive Truth Podcast. Loving that story. I did have that story a while ago, but, you know, we've been busy. <laughs> Shout out You've to MJ. You've been busy, Tim. <laughs> Two kids. <laughs> 
Don't put the that life. on me. The life. Way busier than me. What do you got, Tim? Man, so I have this football team, um, Besquitas. Um, I can't I don't want to butcher any names, but basically what they what this this team did was super super special um so i have this video from youtube you can find it at guardianfootball.com as well too but this club basically um had a game and at four minutes and 17 seconds uh basically the exact time the earthquake hit in turkey they decided that all the fans decided to throw stuffed animals onto the field so all these stuffed animals can be donated to children that are in need that were affected by this earthquake um all these teddy bears have notes attached to them you know just something that's inspiring something that tells them that they're loved and it was just super thoughtful that they decided to do this and i was like man this is definitely a positive truth story definitely a positive truth video and it definitely made me emotional honestly to watch the video um the meaning behind it and how special and unique it was was very touching for me so i definitely wanted to talk about it and share it here on the podcast Okay, so that's a great positive news story. Tim said he was tearing up. My whole goal today is to tie all of my stories to Tim. So I have one that's definitely going to make Tim tear up for my next one. I'm glad you gave me that intro, sir. I'm so glad. (laughs) So, Tim, if you're new listening as a father, he has a daughter. Name is Layla. She's almost as tall as him, even though she's like four and a half. Kind of crazy. But you never know the impact you have on your daughter. So this story is built for you, Tim. It's from TikTok. It's about Lloyd Richards. He just became a best-selling author because of his daughter's TikTok. He wrote a book in 2012 called Stone Maidens. It was about crimes that whenever he that occurred near Indiana University in the mid-70s when he was going to school there. His daughter would see him work full time, come home, take care of the kids, and then he would go work on writing the book. Took him 12 years to write it. He put it out. She was like, this is a great book. It didn't get any sales, but she was so proud of him for it. So she made a TikTok talking about my dad doesn't know anything about TikTok or anything, but he wrote this awesome book. Everyone should check it out. It got viewed 43 million times on TikTok and received 9.6 million likes because when people started buying the book, they're like, this book is incredible. So one TikTok and a little bit of recognition from his daughter took this man's book that no one, very, very few people had read and turned into a bestseller, New York Times bestseller. And then of course, you know, they post the follow-up video where like he's crying, she's crying. They're talking about, I love you. You should watch it, Tim. It's a tearjerker. Definitely seen it there. He's actually uh, in the process of making a sequel now because of uh, it's selling out, man. Super, super awesome video. The power of social media is dope as can be. Oh, yeah. I can't. Why, why did you not talk about this positive news story then? I mean, I think I did you maybe like a month ago or something, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. We've had so many positive <laughs> news stories. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> well... Take that world. <laughs> you did good. You did good, man. <laughs> what do you got, man? Oh, man. So I have this really cool story in Philadelphia. Um, Dr. Adam Bodzin, he's a surgeon at Jefferson Hospital in Center City. And uh, he was basically supposed to perform a liver transplant. And that's whenever he learned that the uh, 
transplant vi- a vehicle was actually stuck in, stuck in traffic. The reason why it was stuck in traffic, there was a marathon going on, my guy. Something you and I can relate to, right? So this marathon going on had this this liver transplant got a uh, vehicle stuck in traffic. They were trying to figure out how to get over there. Um, the surgeon basically was like, look, let's take this Uber. The Uber guy was from out of town. He pretty much couldn't figure it out either. So he was like, you know what? I'm in my scrubs. I have my tennis shoes on. I know I can get through here. It's going to take me way less time. So he took off running. Um, people basically saw him, but they weren't sure exactly what was going on. Maybe they thought it was like a scene from a movie or something like that. But he ended up running, you know, not too far, basically through the the marathon, through a couple streets, maybe about a half a mile to get to another vehicle to get to the hospital. Um, he ended up getting to the hospital about one hour after the time um, the liver was supposed to start deteriorating. Um, but the liver ended up being okay, ended up doing the surgery, and the man is actually in recovery right now. Um, I'm talking about the story because it actually just was written not too long ago. Um, Fox News actually, Fox29.com actually ended up coming out with this news article. And I, when I was reading it, I was like, yo, this sounds like a movie or something, like a John Q, Denzel Washington type of scene right now. What is going on? I have no idea. And just to find out that everything ended up being okay, and the fact that it had a marathon involved with it you know i had to talk about it here jp that would see i was just gonna say that that sounds like a great movie just add like a um dystopian fight scene where it's like they can't get like there's some sort of like shootout or fight like he has to like run to the hospital this liver can save the planet there we go there we go sliding through sliding over cars and stuff and all that good stuff man i can see it i can see it sign us up hollywood we will not only direct we will be uh stunt doubles You'll be my stun double, <laughs> or not be yours. <laughs> That's an inside joke. If you've never actually seen us in person, you won't get it. But that that was hilarious, Tim. That might have been a Possibly Tim has this joke of the year. Yeah, it might be. Tim has a thing where like I get more jokes in, but Tim's jokes are just higher quality. <laughs> Every now and then, I get a nice one, but. That's yeah, just, I either, shoot all the time. <laughs> yours are either like A pluses or C minuses. Mine are just like constant B minuses. <laughs> Consistency pays off. A's. I strive for your A's. Because that was great. Oh, man. So for the last positive news story, it's not near as fun. It comes from Fox 13 now, but is will be talked about at fox13now.com. Salt Lake City's Fox News, Utah legislator has unanimously passed ban on LGBTQ conversion therapy. Say it with me now, people. It's about damn about time. About damn time. Tu sabes. Tim, do you have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. Every adversity, every failure, every heartache carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. Quotes by Napoleon Hill. Close by Tim. We appreciate everyone listening. We're out. Stay positive.